0: Our next six-table story is called Never the Twain. It was written and rewritten by James D. Fisher, adapted from Mark Twain's encounter with an interviewer. The readers are Leah Shepard as Nurse Bell, Terry Barber as Ms. Morgan, me as Mr. Rich, Fuzzy Barber is the narrator. Here is Never the Twain.
1: Mr. Rich's room at Friendship Garden Center a six-table facility for the elderly. Mr. Rich is seated on a bed. There's an official-sounding knock at the door.
2: Oh, Mr. Rich, you have a visitor? I believe she's expected.
0: Oh, crap. Uh, Wait, wait a minute. I'm not ready for company. Please be patient with an old man. Mr.
1: Rich examines the room. He looks at his shoes. He removes his shoes. And looks at his stocking feet
2: mr rich we are waiting
1: mr rich removes one sock and looks at his bare foot perhaps feeling the floor with it and finds it not to his liking he replaces the sock and takes a few steps testing the feel of his stocking feet he finds this satisfactory
2: mr rich Really now, you must be ready. All
0: right, all right, already. Few people can't have a little patience with a, a sad old man. I, I just don't know if. All right, come in, come in, come in already.
1: An officious nurse Bell and a curious Miss Morgan enter. Miss Morgan studies the room. She carries a clipboard and a notebook.
0: Well. Well? Manners, Mr. Rich. I think my manners are beating yours so far, introduction-wise.
3: Oh, you're so right, Mr. Rich. I'm Morgan from the newspaper. Nurse Bell was kind enough to show me to your room.
0: And wasn't that sweet of her. I bet you gave her more notice than she gave me.
2: Miss <clears throat> Morgan, if you're comfortable, I'll leave you now. If you need anything, there's a buzzer right there next to the doorknob.
0: Ta-ta, Nurse Bell. I said, good riddance to her. That, that buzzer comment, uh, that's in case I attack you, Ms. Morgan. <laughs>
3: oh, I don't think I'll have to worry about that. So, Mr. Rich, I'm... Well, most folks just call me Morgan. Is
0: that because you don't have a first name? Or a missing last name?
3: Oh, no. It's just that... Oh, you're Joshua me, aren't you? Nurse Bell told me you had quite a sense of humor, so just call me Morgan. So, one hundred years. How remarkable!
0: Make a remark then.
3: Well, I just meant, oh, there you go again.
0: <laughs> Before we get really going, uh, could I ask you for a favor? Oh,
3: of course.
0: Take off your shoes. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be sorry. Just take off your shoes, if you would, please. As you can see, I prefer to go shoeless in my little room, a habit I picked up from um, the the Japanese.
3: Of course. There. Stockings are okay, though.
0: As you can see, I'm already in stocking feet.
3: Oh, yes, of course. So, one hundred years... As of today, right?
0: Actually, it's tomorrow. At least we can hope so. We hope things stretch out that far.
3: I'm sorry. I just was told that today was your birthday. You know.
0: No matter what you were told, I'm telling you now. And I should know. I decided it myself, you know. I'm sorry. Stop being so sorry all the time. Today's the 31st, right? Thought so. New Year's Eve, whoopee! There was a time I celebrated uh, my birthday on the 31st. But I changed it uh, for health reasons.
3: You changed your birthday for your health?
0: Really, it was a matter of life and death. Yes, indeed. You see, I was a twin.
3: Oh, I didn't know.
0: It's not widely known at all. Identical twins, but one of us passed on at the very cusp of the new year, just before midnight. I used to claim that I was born on New Year's Eve because that appealed to me to have been first. But then I learned that the one of us, the one born first, was the one that didn't make it. So I adopted New Year's Day as my day, my birthday, so I wouldn't have to be well dead. That'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Uh,
3: I understand. Well, I'm not sure I do, but you're a bit of a challenge to to understanding. But I see that...
0: I wonder. I truly wonder if you do see. See? You see, it's never been completely clear which one of us truly, actually, was the one who, well, you do see, I think. And keep in mind, I'm a lonely old man, and some of my stories keep me company, and some of them, well, they may change a little occasionally the way some people do, you know.
3: Whatever the fine points, between you and your brother and... Anyway, you lived. And I don't think my story has to include all the... Details. What's important is that you're here today, a hundred years old, or will be tomorrow. And my editor really wants me to find out about what it's been, you know, like.
0: (laughs) It's been like, you know, quite a struggle, child. Because lots of people are always trying to find out things, details that don't really matter. And some things, things that do matter to me, I've always thought that other folks should leave them alone. There are too many questions, not enough answers, too many intrusions into my hundred year, you know.
3: I am intruding on, you know.
0: (laughs) Not yet. Not if I manage to stay awake. If I do feel intruded upon, I can go into a nap at the drop of a, you know. (laughs) Dearie, don't treat me too badly in your
3: story, okay? Oh, well, of course not. I mean, I wouldn't embarrass you, okay? (gasps) Should I stop asking you questions?
0: Not necessarily. Just try to ask a good one. (laughs) Open a new avenue just for the press, you see.
3: Well... Okay. How about this? What's the most important change in the past hundred years? In your century of life, I mean, like, you know, television?
0: Television, I suppose, is, like, quite a change. Depressing, ain't it? I mean, for a while there, it looked like TV'd make things more interesting, more entertaining, used to be the newspapers dealt in reality or tried to, and TV did the unreality, which always seemed like a proper arrangement to me. I enjoy a good dose of unreality every once in a while. But, uh, but now I mean all these TV reality shows. Who's reality? Not mine, I'll tell you that. TV's better when it's not trying to be real. There's way too much reality already.
3: And what's your reality? After, you know, a hundred years?
0: Who'd know, you know. (laughs) I guess spending a pleasant bit of time with, uh, well, you know, with an attractive, well-mannered young lady helps me hold on to or pretend to a pleasant piece of reality. Trust me, child. You you take me away for a moment or two from the dreary daily reality of Six Table Friendship Gardens Center. You know why they call this place that Friendship Gardens Center? Well, it's a plot, you know. The friendship part is so we won't be afraid of Nurse Ratchet and all. You know her, Nurse Bell. You don't know Nurse Ratchet, do you? No.
3: You
0: should see more movies, child. That Jack Nicholson one flew the cuckoo's nest, and and Louise Fletcher. Yeah, that's quite a pair. Anyway, that's why they call the place Friendship. They think they can fool us into believing it's a friendship place. They, they call it a center so they don't have to say old folks home. <laughs> they think that'd scare us, too. And, and gardens? <laughs> they call the place gardens because uh, here's where they plant us for a while till somebody figures it's time to plant us permanently.
3: Well, I don't really believe it's all that conspiratorial around here. Really. I mean, is it? Is it? It's not that bad, is it?
0: It has its moments, I guess. Uh, but before I get all sentimental on you, we should probably cut this off. I mean, tell folks that I'm mm, grateful for each day up to now and hopeful I'll still be newsworthy in another hundred uh, days and blah, blah, etc. you know. <laughs> it has been pleasant talking with you, my dear. Now, I've got to live up to my little reputation with uh, Nurse Bell. You could kind of play along with me, okay?
3: All right. After all, you've been quite a host. So the least I can do is return the hospitality, I guess.
0: No, don't guess. Just do it, like the sneakers. So you could push the magic buzzard, or, or better yet, Nurse Ratchet, you're needed in the rich room. Now count it down with me. Okay. Ten, nine, seven, seven four. four. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. You've woken up the whole building?
0: You're welcome, Nurse Bell. It's good for us old codgers to be awake, ain't
2: it? So what's with all the yelling? What's the emergency?
0: Well, well, this impertinent child here has ceased to be a civil guest. An old man should not have to tolerate this kind of cruel and unusual interrogation.
2: Miss Morgan,
3: have you got enough information out of this old goat? I think, yes, I think so. Our visit has been very interesting. <laughs> I'll bet. He can be quite a trial,
2: I know. I'm so sorry, dearie.
0: And and you should probably take your shoes, dearie.
3: (laughs) Well, yes, of course. I'll put them on as I go. Bye now.
2: Bet you're proud of yourself, you old coot. What did you pull on that girl, the the twin who died story? You act as if that didn't represent the... Terrible, tragic arc of my life. And the the what? The the poor, lonely old man bit. She bought that, too?
0: <laughs> Sinker, line, and hook, you betcha. <laughs> and, and you owe me a
2: dollar. How's that?
0: You remember our little wager, don't you? When you set up this little charade, I told you I'd make that reporter take her clothes off.
2: Oh, you villain. Well, anyhow, she looked fully dressed to me. And don't give me any bull about how she put her clothes back on just before I got here. Nurse
0: Bell, how dare you imply that I'd cheat or make up stories? Uh, you saw her feet, didn't you? Well. No shoes, right? Well. Yeah, well. Shoes is clothes, ain't they? I said I'd have her taken off her clothes, and you saw the proof right there before your eyes. Shoes is
2: clothes, and hers was off. One dollar, please. You are an evil old man, Mr. Rich.
0: Well, I've had near a hundred years to practice up, right? Tomorrow's the big day, right? I think.
2: <laughs> Where's my dollar? All right. Will you behave yourself if I promise no more birthday visitors will bother you? It's
0: actually been very little bother, almost in entertainment. Uh, And uh, you may keep the dollar, Nurse Ratched, uh, memento of my especially good behavior this most special day or the day before. (laughs) Now get back to it. There's got to be some poor old folks out there who could be made a little more miserable, right? Ta-ta.